Way. Especially John Moxley. John Moxley's gonna beat Kenny Omega in the center of the ring. I don't know, the referee's gonna be very uh John Moxley, John Moxley is like living. Straight unprotected shots to the head. How many do you get before you stop it? John Moxley's not forgot that, that He's got a microphone. He's trying hurt. Don Callis has the microphone. Oh, oh good God. Yeah, there's some impact there. Well, I, I, you know, Don should have stayed away from the ring, and I get it. I understand it, but my God. All he's trying to do, Tony, is good. He wanted him to stop the match. Wait he said minute. he's hurt. Wait a minute. He said he was hurt. Omega's got the mic. Omega. Very dazed, and, and Kenny is, is pulling his knee pad down to expose that knee. They had a gentleman's agreement. What happened to the gentleman's agreement? Oh, the feet trigger! What happened to the gentleman's agreement they talked about? I don't know, Tony. Oh, second one. This has not got any peace to easy feeling about it whatsoever. Oh, How much more can the champion take? Oh, that's what I want to know. How much more? My God, another one. And that time the head to the middle or bottom turnbuckle. The bloody champion being pulled to his feet. Four consecutive V-triggers. Moxley with his hands down, unable to protect himself. And now Omega, the challenger, has an opportunity to do something no one in AEW has done. Defeat One-winged angel. One-winged angel. Shoulders are dead. New champion. With the, the winner of this match. And new All Elite Wrestling World 
football. We got can we get another look of what just went down? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I hit him in the head with the microphone. Well, the gentleman. But I think it's a setup, Tony. Okay. It's a bigger story. I think Callis has set this damn thing up. We're the, taking advantage of Tony Khan's hospitality. And there's Tony. Tony's barking at Callis and Omega. Don Callis has led a screw job here on, on John Moxley that has allowed Kenny Omega to become the AEW World Champion. Is that the only way Kenny Omega can beat John Moxley? Bullshit. Absolute. They're running like scalded dogs here. Where are they they're going? They're hanging around for a celebration on a press conference. Fleeing from the scene of the crime is what they're doing. Callus. God, what a no good bastard. Kenny, Kenny Omega's Kenny, right there with us. Okay. Guys, sir, what, what, what did you just do? What's going on? What the hell's going on here? Find out this Tuesday night. Tuesday? Dynamite's on Wednesday. This Tuesday, Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Me and Kenny will tell you all about it, Mark. What the hell? We've just been jobbed. You've been super in big time you here. You're right, we've been jobbed. Now here's Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Richard Boyd did over there. Huh? Real nice world champion. Number two. I'm not waiting till next week. I want Lance Archer. Now! You're listening to the Rational Rage Network. Yo, you finally fucking made it, bro. We're here. I made it. I'm here. You made I, it. It worked. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell man well welcome everyone to the motherfucking wednesday night skirmish after a fucking pretty dynamite of a show don't you think i mean wow dude i'm blown away by how good this was there's no doubt i uh you know we started off the week we did a podcast on raw and that basically broke me um <laughs> and then uh yesterday we did the impacted show me and tim and uh, I got a little bit better, and then I was uh, still though. Like honestly, man, at, at the start of the show, I was a little bit down, and I, like you can sort of tell through the like through the notes that I was taking, I was a little bit like uh, going through the motions. But then you know that big reveal happened tonight, and I was like, you know what, <laughs> I'm excited again. <laughs> you know what, dude? A few people fucking are excited again, man. I even had Vickery fucking. Uh message me saying the same thing man and shout outs to fucking r to the b to the v but um yeah. and even he was saying like fucking he, he's excited man like for once he's actually excited about wrestling and you know what man i gotta admit i probably haven't anticipated a show like this like all year yep i, I mean I, I wasn't it wasn't like that for me like i was i was definitely kind of looking forward to the show but i wasn't thinking it was going to be I, I wasn't thinking it was going to be this good i was thinking that we were going to get like a couple of big matches and then i knew the main event was going to be good but i didn't know they were going to go off the air with a main event angle do you know what i mean like the main event was good but then the angle was like oh shit <laughs> well like i said fucking I'm watching Impact fucking again, it seems. <laughs> like 100%, <laughs> man, after tonight. Fucking, I'm actually looking forward to what's going to happen. One thing's for sure. I don't know if they're going to do a Moxley, like, V. Kenny match, maybe. Well, what pay-per-view is next? I don't even fucking know for Impact, right? But 
I don't know if they will end up doing like an AEW title match on Impact Wrestling. You think that's possible? Man, I, honestly, that's sort of like the reason why I'm excited is because it feels right now like anything is possible. Do you know what I mean? It, right now, it really feels like we could get like right now it feels like we could get AEW versus Impact is like a show. It feels like we could get you know, I imagine like, that. You could get Kazuchi Okada on on Dynamite. I've got a feeling you Dude, you read my mind. I've got a fucking feeling that New Japan's going to join in on this for some reason. I just I can just see it, man. There was a lot of New Japan references. Even JR mentioning how it's funny cuz at the start of the match he's like this this ain't fucking this ain't Okada v Omega, and I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like that's just my opinion. Yeah. And you know what? I was agreeing with him at first. I'm like, yeah, this match is a bit overrated at the moment, but boy, did it fucking kick in. And then the angle, geez. Once I saw fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Callis out there, I knew now for sure there's got to be an impact fucking tie into this man. He's not going to be just commentating, but I, I I strongly do believe New Japan will will join in on this somehow, somewhere. I would love to see a G1. Put it that way. Imagine, I don't know if you know what the G1 is, right? Yeah, I've, I've seen some, like, uh, some clips from it, yeah. Well, picture this, man. Imagine a G1 next year involving AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, because they're going to be part of it anyway because of New Japan, and New Japan. And heck, adding NWA too. Imagine that oh, shit. Dude. That's a that's a fucking that's what you call a tournament, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Imagine that shit. Definitely, bro. Well, fuck. Anyway, have you I'm got? A, have you... I'm stoked. I'm sorry. Let's let's get into it. Let's. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna uh, say. Let's get into the show. Duh, um, do you do you, you got you've got the rundown as per usual? As per usual, my friend, I got you. Go for um, it, brother. So the show started off, and I don't know if it was just me just being a little bit like exhausted with wrestling or whatever, but I was I really not yeah. excited to see a battle royal starting off the show. Oh, yeah, just, I know. That's fucking oh. that's standard. Standard. Every time there's an AEW pay-per-view feel to any AEW show, you know there's going to be a friggin' fucking battle royal. And to be honest, so I actually missed that, that start bit. So, yeah, what well, well, went down? I mean, there was a bunch of bullshit. Uh, that's how it usually goes with the Battle Royal. There was a little bit of focus given to um, Scorpio Sky and Sean Spears rivalry. Okay. Um, yep. Scorpio eliminated Sean Spears. They definitely made a point of focusing in on Tully, who looked pretty disappointed in Spears for going out pretty early. Dude, I'm um, disappointed in fucking Spears. I am too, man. I think he's got a ton of talent. I really think that he does, man. I don't, I don't get it, man. Like uh, that's something I can't wrap my head around. Is it, is it politics? Is he a fucking cunt to work with in the back? Like I I don't get it, man. I have heard, you know, through the grapevine kind of thing that um, Cody really had to lobby hard to even get them to to bring him in in the first place because they're best friends, aren't they? Yeah, they're really good friends. They've worked together in lots of different places. I know they work together pretty heavily in OVW. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, okay, so they focused on that a little bit. There was a really impressive spot closer to the end where 
Uh, Sammy and Jungle Boy were both sort of hopping around trying to eliminate each other on the apron. They were kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, jumping over each other and going under each other. and It, it looked pretty good. Um, of course, uh, the point of this battle royal was to get to the final two. And then that yep. was going to be the end. And then the, the final two are going to face each other next week. Um, okay. So it came down to... It came down to um, the final three was MJF, Wardlow, and uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, so, of course, um, Wardlow got eliminated, and Orange Cassidy shined here. And I'm, I don't know about you, dude, but this, this feels a lot like a, like a Roman Reigns-type push. Like, they're just pushing this hmm. guy to the moon. And although he's like, although like I've said a couple of times, I think Cassidy has something. I feel like they're pushing him too hard. Oh fuck yeah! yeah but you know why, man? It's our fucking boy TK, bro. That's his fucking, you know, his little crush. I mean, if the guy yeah. fucking dresses up as him, come on, man. I mean, it's definitely pretty clear. I gotta say too, like it's it was. It was jarring to the point of real, like real frustration. And again, like I don't know if this is just me being fatigued with wrestling this week. But yeah. I was really frustrated watching Wardlow um, basically look like he was on even footing with Miro earlier in the yeah. Battle Royal, but right. basically, but basically just getting wrecked by Orange Cassidy throwing the Orange Punch, which is just a Superman <laughs> punch. Oh, I God, I like, hate that, dude. What are you guys fucking doing? This guy weighs like 190 pounds. He's not a big, he's not a big strong guy. Fuck. <sighs> the Superman fucking punch. More like the fucking the, the goofball punch. Like, seriously. But it is what it is, man. As long as he's sucking fucking TK's dick and TK's sucking his dick, we're going to get freshly squeezed fucking sprog. Every week, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> it, it, so it was, yeah. that was definitely disappointing. I watched that and I was just like, this is stupid. Um, JR runs down the card, basically tells us what we're going to get to see tonight. Um, I'm going to just say this was, it was nothing. Um, and next up, we've got Kazarian and Jericho. Um, you know, they, they hype this as the first time ever. And I got to say, I was a little bit excited for this. Um, I like both these guys, and uh, yeah, what were you thinking coming into this? Well, I was surprised with the outcome. Well, not really. I mean, but you know, with the with the towel fuckery at the end, with fucking uh, Sammy Guevara and uh, MJF, how fucking uh, yeah. MJF was going to throw in the towel, and then he done the Eddie Guerrero, and it was like, no, 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 you know, <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. Yeah. But yeah, look, was... man, this this shit's obvious. Like, come on, you know what I mean? It is. There was some. There was some outside the ring shenanigans. Um, the story that they were basically trying to tell was that Kaz is having to fight off the numbers. But I have a question. So, if Kaz is clearly having to fight off the numbers, and there's people right. from the inner, inner circle who are interfering in the match and tripping him up, and he's not able to <laughs> focus on the match. Um, where the fuck is Christopher Daniels? Well, isn't he the fucking talent relations guy? 
Yeah, but they're boys, right? Like they're friends, and they're yeah, on it's, screen. It's a you, bro. It's a you. Friends in character, dude. If if you were having a wrestling match, right? Like you and me are partners, right? So if you right. were having a wrestling match, and there was a bunch of people on the outside that were like grabbing at you and kicking at you, and you just weren't able to 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 fight off the the numbers, and I just stayed in the back, like I'm an asshole, right? Right, for sure. I'd be like, you fucking rat. <laughs> like, like so seriously, that was stupid. I didn't. I really didn't like that. Uh, Jericho goes over with the Judas effect. Um, I feel like they kind of wasted this match. And then there was just some bullshit with the circle. Uh, yeah, MJF, like you said, he had this had the towel and looked like he was going to throw it in. And then Sammy told him not to. And then MJF said, "I wasn't gonna." And then they got into a big fight. Um, Jericho said, next week we're going to solve this in the ring between all of us. So uh, something will happen next week. Do you think it's a bit too soon? Yeah, I, I think that they need – I think that they really – okay, so they could go in a direction where they're they're going to pay this off down the line, but they're just – they're, they're going to tell the story of how they come together first and then how they break up. So I'd be okay with that, but it feels a little bit like this might be rushed. Hmm. I agree. I, I think, I, I don't know why they've decided to do this now. If there is going to be some sort of, I de- look, I don't know if they're, if, if we're going to get like a big reveal by next week. Right. But even like today's, like I said, let's, let's not get this shit twisted. Tonight's show was, was pretty awesome. Right. But it's it just fantastic. a little – it was fantastic. But it was just – it's the little bullshit, like you said, about Christopher Daniels, right, not not fucking helping out Kazarian and shit. Like, it's it's that type of shit that irks me, man. Other than that, it's a great fucking show. But, but fuck, <laughs> it's just the little things, man. Just be – just be fucking, like, realistic with things, man, instead of, like, treating us like idiots. But maybe I'm just too picky. No, dude, I, 100%. And that's what we've always said on this show is that like we're going to we're gonna say when things are great because we want it to be great, but we're also going to point out when things are stupid. Uh, speaking no of doubt. stupid things, <laughs> speaking of stupid things, uh, Marvez is backstage with the Young Bucks. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the Young Bucks are fighting champions, and they're, they're going to be fighting champions, and they're going to give people chances at the belts. Um, it was just pretty standard, nothing. And then the acclaimed have arrived. <laughs> they're they're here to rap, I guess. <laughs> um, God have you heard of damn the acclaimed? It. Do you know who these people are? Oh fuck yeah, man! As if you don't know who they are, dude. Everyone knows who the acclaimed are, right? No, 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 not everyone <laughs> knows. Who the acclaimed well, are, well, fuck you! You're not a wrestling fan, dude. But then again, neither am I then, I guess, because I don't even know who the fuck they are. All right. Well, we're on the same page then. Anyway, the acclaimed wrapped um, at the Bucks. That was really stupid. And then H2O or TH1 or VH1 or MTV or whatever the fuck that's called. They attack the Bucks. And then they get run off by uh, Christopher Daniels, who 
<laughs> is there and can help people, but didn't. So let me get this straight. He doesn't help out his own boy, right? Yeah. But this fucking goose decides to come out here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, really, really smart. Top notch. Really, really smart. Speaking of smart, let, you know who is smart is people who go through uh, dental school. Uh, so well, next yes, up, we've got definitely. the dentist, Rick Baker, taking on Hirsch. Um, um, before you continue, I just want to say, whoever this Russian fucking skeezer is, right? Man, she was literally a walking fucking gobby, dude. And if anyone doesn't understand what I mean by gobby, I'm referring to uh, a walking head job. <laughs> yeah, like, the seriously. said she's only four foot eleven, and she looks like she's about four foot eleven. She's very four small. foot eleven, dude. That's f- more like three foot fucking two. You know what made me laugh, man? Did you notice every time she ran the ropes, right? She had to like jump up a little bit. Just to literally like run the ropes, dude. Her head was yeah, barely like, yeah. yeah, man. Her head was barely like clearing the top rope. Barely. I haven't seen that shit since I've seen midgets wrestle in the fucking ring, man. Yep. It's, uh, right. it was definitely interesting to watch. I actually thought that she started off the wrestling match pretty strong. She was, you know, Wrestling. Oh no, she's a decent worker from what I see. You know what I mean? Definitely. That's no gripes there. Absolutely. I will say at one point in this match, uh Britt Baker landed a kick to the face that was so slow that I literally think that my three year old probably would have just <laughs> laughed at it. So and of course oh, uh, she slapped her thigh when she did it. So this this oh, fucking kick was slow me as shit. And then the, Dude, the leg slap on top of it. It was like, get the fuck out of here. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, now the match was pretty uneventful. Yeah, the little the little girl, I was going to say, can fucking wrestle. I'll give her that. You know what I mean? And Britt Baker, yes, she's a fucking dentist. Heck, you can even go and get your teeth fixed if you want and see her, right? But... Mm-hmm. That's all she's got going for her, man. Yeah, she's better than what she used to be. And I don't know what fucking Bebe is been teaching his girl. But brother, teach your girl some fucking moves, man. And how to fucking apply she properly. Because, man, Brit is hard to watch sometimes, man. She really is. Uh, she goes over with the lockjaw here. Uh, Rose is in right afterwards to beat her up. I have in my notes here that this wasn't close to the match last week. And I mean, really, like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be as good as that one. But right. uh, I don't know. This just kind of was a dud for me. Nothing really happened. And, yeah. I'm looking forward to Rosa beating the crap out of her, though. So that's, that's one thing. Oh, God, I can't wait for that. One thing I did like about this that happened afterwards is they had the, uh, you know, they had some of the people come out from the back. And, um the crowd is chanting Jerry, Jerry, Jerry <laughs> for Jerry Lynn. I, yeah. I kind of feel like they should, I really honestly, I feel like they should lean into that. Like they should book that somehow. Do you know what I mean? Turn that and, into and a what do you expect? something. He ain't the whole fucking show or the whole new fucking show anymore, bro. So w- what would you expect? Like from I mean, Jerry I, Lynn, man. 
I think that they could do something of him just like maybe dealing with people's uh, personal problems backstage. Oh, God. Look, so you're saying like, like our very own Stevie Richards, like a Dr. Stevie in, in TNA, are you saying something along those lines? Something along those lines uh, where he's basically like helping people with interpersonal problems, right? So say like two two wrestlers or tag team partners, but they're struggling with each other, right? And then, you know, he, he can basically talk to them and try to get them to to settle down. But it, it needs to be done in a way that it's an obvious reference to, uh, to the Jerry Springer show. Because I, I just feel oh, like they've God. got something there that could be really fun. I, I can see it. Uh, you know what? You... You're good at fucking coming up with a, with that type of shit. I'll give you that. I can see it, but uh, it would be so fucking cheesy, though. Yeah, it would be. But sometimes wrestle crap can be gold too. You know, like yeah, I'm all for it as long as it's not filled through the whole show. If you if you get where I'm coming from, if they do no, that, 100%. and yeah, 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 like if no, they no, don't no. do what I'm talking about yeah. is like is like a little maybe forty five second to a minute and a half segment in the back. And then have him break somebody up. Do you know what I mean? Like, like really, like get into that like reference. And and I think it's important too to mention for me, like the idea that I have is definitely do this with mid card type talents. Don't do this. With oh, definitely don't. No, 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 for sure. But you know what? Go one better and fucking bring in fucking Steve, the security guard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll be fucking why laughing because that would be fun. Like that would be entertaining. People would. People would pop for that. Yeah, but people will also shit on it. I can just so see it, man. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like people shit on the... I mean, you know, you even shit on the musical segment, and I actually liked it. Yeah, well, yeah, like I said, you know, different strokes for different fucking folks, man. Like, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna hate on people for liking that, obviously, you know what I mean? But it's just not my thing, you know? But I can get into yeah, something well, like this, what you said, you know. Yeah, it's not my thing either. I wouldn't want this. I wouldn't want it to take over the show or be a twenty-minute segment, but just something quick Oof. backstage, you know, to just sort of put the Jerry Springer vibe in people's minds, and then have them come out <laughs> yeah. to break out a fight, and they can chant Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Oh um, boy, you might as well bring yeah, in I, fucking Jerry too. <laughs> Except Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you good too. I mean? That uh, would be good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, getting away from my ridiculous ideas on how to book stupid <laughs> things into wrestling. Hey, it's um, better than TKs. Up, sometimes, uh, not so much tonight though. Uh, whoever was whoever was booking this this show uh, deserves some serious credit. And so, if it was TK. Then, uh, hey man, you uh, you hit this one out of the park. <laughs> Honestly, no uh, no bullshit. Um, Bravo, TK. But yeah, but uh, coming up, we have some bullshit as uh, Darby <laughs> Allen skateboards to the ring. Oh God, um, that's what I was saying to myself, man. <laughs> I thought of you straight away uh, when I saw that. He's really angry as he gets in the ring and he jumps up on the thing and he and he's, he's waving his arms in the air and he's shaking his head like he's really, really mad. And all I could think about was they must be low on meth in the trailer park. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Fuck then, yeah. Fucking meth sting. Then we, uh, then we get the Cody intro. And uh, Fuck that irks me, dude. He was in the ring. <laughs> yeah. And can I just say one thing quickly? 
I personally think Cody would rather suck his own dick than Brandy suck his dick. <laughs> if, if Cody could suck his own dick, I guarantee you he would. Uh, yeah. He seems to be just a little bit in love with himself. Yeah. You think? Triple C is fucking back at it, man. Triple C. Triple oh fucking. God. Triple C, Triple Cody, Triple Rhodes. Hey, there is Triple Rhodes in AEW when you really think about it. And but, but, but before we go, before we we reveal the big reveal, right? Mm-hmm. Cody, man, Cody, keep sucking your own dick, pal. I'm sure it tastes fucking good, right? Okay. God damn All it! Right. I love Cody. Hey, seriously, I'm a fan of Cody's, but fuck, <laughs> Jesus this Christ! Entrance, he needs he needs to figure out a way to cut down on this entrance. Like, can you tell? Can okay you please explain the full entrance? It's, it's okay to do the full entrance on, like, pay-per-views, right? Or if you have a big, big match. But don't do this every single time. It just makes you look like you're an asshole. Dude, did you notice something, though? They fucking added doors to his fucking entrance now, dude. Yeah. There's or doors. gates, whatever the fuck. He's, he's the gatekeeper of AEW, whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? He's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but continue on, Chris. All right, so uh, Team Taz comes out, and then there's a weird... It seemed like the announcers weren't sure they were taking a commercial transition, and then they did take a commercial. So um, I don't know if that was just some miscommunication before, you know, before a pretty big segment, but, uh, you know, they came... They were able to take their commercial and then come back and then focus on what was going on. So maybe that was it. They just wanted to time it right. So, um, But it was noticeable. You definitely... Like JR was like, are, are, are we taking a break? Are we, oh, JR we, was the star right tonight. Now? JR was a yeah, fucking was, star tonight, dude. He was. They were all great on commentary. I actually yeah, Shivani as well was great. El shit headico. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, the match shit. starts off. The heels are the heels are focusing on Darby. Uh, shockingly. Because uh, last week it was the other way where Darby was the fucking hot tag. Somehow. Dude, I'm convinced. I'm uh, convinced they're hearing our show, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, guys, if you're listening, hey, we love you. Keep up the good work. You did really good. Keep tonight. up the good work, um, TK. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, like if, if, if you were booking this, TK, and you can hear right. this, um, <laughs> seriously, good job. Like, really good job. Man. Really? No, really. Um, yeah. Uh, so Hobbs definitely is looking impressive in there. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he looks like he's super strong. Um, although that's kind of easy when you're facing Darby Allen, he's not that hard <laughs> to throw around. So oh, you reckon? Yeah. 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 He's, a, he's a super heavyweight, bro. Come on. Uh, no, <laughs> just no. He's, oh, uh, shit. he's small next to the young bucks, which makes you small. Um, hey, but at least he's taller. Yeah, and I think he has a better look. The Young Bucks just look like a joke to me every time I see them. And I don't mean that that they're, that they're not good in the ring. They're good in the ring. And I don't mean that they can't cut a promo because they can cut no, a promo. No, I agree. But just something about their gear makes me laugh every time. I just think it looks like people doing people playing wrestler for your kid's birthday party. Well, that's it. They're, they're a parody of fucking other wrestlers, dude. They're a parody of the Rockers. They're, they're a parody of... Uh... Of midgets, 
they're, they're, they're a parody of Shawn Michaels, both of them. You know what I mean? So not only do you have the rockers, but you have the rocker. You know what I mean? Except there's two yeah, of them. It's basically, yeah, they're basically Shawn Michaels squared. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flush, bro. Total. <laughs> <laughs> all right so cody oh, takes over the match HBK, a little bit. Man. <laughs> oh, fuck. cody takes over the match a little bit he's shining up uh alan tags shining. himself in wins with the coffin drop um i was okay with that that didn't bother me too much arn anderson gets in the ring he's uh he's going after the guys he gets beat up um i have here shenanigans ensue basically that's just like my, my code for there was a bunch of shit and I couldn't follow it all, but there a was schmoz. people getting beat up kind of all over. Yeah, a schmoz. Uh, well, and first then, of all, but before ahead. you continue on, that Hobbs guy, did they... I just felt like they kind of uh, exposed his weaknesses in this match. Where that build okay. for Hobbs was all for nothing to me, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. You know what, man? I'm going to be a little more patient about it. Um, I definitely feel like him joining Team Taz could have been done a little bit, but like, much should have better. Focused on, they, they should have focused on him wondering about, you know, should I join? Should I not? Maybe even have him like talking to people backstage. Hey, like, I, like, I know nobody likes Team Taz, but like, maybe they can <laughs> really help me in my career. Like, really show him be, you know, being. You know, at 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 odds with himself about whether or not to join Team Taz, and then yeah, like is he good enough? You know, yeah. And Taz yeah. gives him the fucking pep talk, but then you're turning him babyface, sort of, but like that though, don't you think? Yeah, but that makes the turn more. Do you know what I mean? Like, because if, Fair if enough, a guy no. doesn't seem like anything, and then he turns heel, well, who gives a fuck? Right, he wasn't True. anything to begin with. Now he's a bad guy. Right. Who cares, right? True. But you do want to sort of baby him up a little bit, and then the heel turns, so it makes people pissed off at him. Well, to be fair, after fucking watching Hobbs, Starks look like a friggin'. I hate to say this, but a fucking poofta tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a fucking poof tonight, man. I don't know, man. The way he was walking out, yeah. fucking, I'm like, damn, dude. Yeah, it's a little bit like people People were comparing him to The Rock. He's a little bit like fan. Oh, God. Tonight. I'm going to fucking vomit. <laughs> I'm going to fucking puke right now. Whoever fucking thinks that is a fucking. Ugh. Look. Yeah. A Malacca? Pardon, pardon, yeah, a Malacca, exactly. But pardon my French. But a retard. I don't think that's French. Pretty sure that's English. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, 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 let me let me change that. Re retard. All right. <laughs> Seriously, man. Like fucking. Come on, bro. The oh, Rock. Dude. The only thing that's the Rock on him, dude. Yeah. Is his fucking big head? Is his head fucking bigger yeah, than his fucking body or what? I think it is. I think he needs to grow into his hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. You're not the rock, son. All right? Please. Whoever's fucking going around saying not. that shit, you're not. That's it. Know your role and shut the fuck up. All right? 
But anyway. All right, so so after the shenanigans ensue, so people are out there and there's Dusty's or Dustin's out there and he's getting beat Dusty. up. Dusty. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gold Dustin. Gold Dusted. I don't know. What the fuck? I told you it's triple roads, bro. Brandy, Cody, and fucking Dusty. I mean, Dustin. Dustin. Uh, yeah, gold dust. Um, blue dust. Uh, anyway, he's out. Well, he fucking or blue balls too. dust. Who knows? <laughs> and then the lights go out, and this epic music starts to play, and they've got a before. Video before you first. say this, I'm not gonna lie, yep. but I but that music sounded like fucking Kane for a second. Yeah, it definitely had like had some darkness to it. Yeah, I could see how it would remind you of Kane. Had some big red machine to it. A little bit, a little bit. I can see it. Anyway, <laughs> we continue. Uh, so anyway, the first shot of the video that they show, they show this video, and it's about, and it's a bunch of just sort of nature stuff happening. There's like a storm, and there's <laughs> oh, people going through the winter's woods coming. and all this other stuff. But yeah, it's a, it's sort of a winter is coming uh, sort of thing, but. <laughs> The first shot is actually a crow, like in the middle of the shot, like I off in the didn't distance. Notice that. Right. I had to really, I had to rewind it and look to make sure it was, but it was a crow. And okay. then, sure enough, dude, fucking Sting comes out. And I gotta say, man, I was never like the biggest Sting fan. I know there are people out there who are like, huge, yeah, same here, like, man. Yeah, huge mark sure. for him. I never was, but I gotta tell you, dude, like this was a big enough surprise for me to be like, you know what? I'm excited. Fuck it. I'm excited. <laughs> hey, did you hear the commentary? They even mentioned that he signed a multi-year deal. So we're going to get 60-year-old Sting in a, yeah. it seems like in a, you know, upper upper card type of uh, regularity, it seems. Yeah. And I got to, so we'll get into that in a second because they, they talk about this after, some more stuff hit that happens. Yeah, anyway, yep. so Sting comes out. The 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 heels powder out. They all fuck off. Sting gets in. He basically comes over and he stares at on it. Arn Anderson, who kind of looks at him like he's scared of him. Which, okay, I get that. You know, Arn's not an active competitor. He can look like that. Um, he gets in. He kind of gets in Cody's Cody's grill a little bit. Not too close, right? But he kind of leans down and looks at him. Just enough to smell his breath. Yeah. <laughs> he could probably smell Cody's cock fucking breath, his own cock breath. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. Sorry, um, man. The more I see Cody do this shit, but god damn it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he goes over to uh Darby Allen last and he really gets in Darby's face and it's like he's looking on one side of his face there's no paint, and then on the other side <laughs> of the face there is paint, and he's kinda like looking at him and stuff and it really did kind of have a feel of like you know i'm here to i'm here to i'm here to save you son but you've disappointed son. me a little bit <laughs> if he was my son i'd be fucking shattered dude <laughs> just like that you know idiot next door proud of him. he's doing i'd be super proud of him he's doing good it's not his fault that they're asking him uh, to be that stage. that's god damn it fucking you know what you know what though dude like, this is what I didn't understand. We mentioned this back before fucking, uh, I think it was episode two of the skirmish or maybe episode one even. And uh, we, we both, like you brought it up and I totally agreed. It was all coming to a sting fucking reveal. 
what I don't understand is, and don't get me wrong, I was pleasantly surprised tonight, but at the same time, I was like, now you do it. That personally, I just feel like they should have pulled that trigger back at fucking full gear. And like you said, without any fucking advertising, people aren't going to know. Sure, you're going to get fucking people tuning in after the fact or on YouTube, right, just to see that. But that's not going to translate to fucking ratings. I didn't even hear a rumor that he was in the building tonight. So they hit it pretty well. No, I didn't either. So there's there's two there's two trains of thought on that, right? And I'm I think I lean more to you, like to, to what you're saying. Um, so there's two trains of thought. You could have done one of two things with Sting. You could have brought him back at the pay per view, right? And then everyone's excited for the next week's um, uh, Dynamite, right? Everybody knows that right. he's going to be there, so they tune in to see what's going on with Sting, right? You get a rating yeah. out of it. Yeah, for now, sure. The other way that you can do it is what they did tonight where it's just a big shock and a surprise, right? And I think the thinking that's going on there is we're going to put it in the audience's head that really shocking, incredible things can happen on Dynamite. So they have to watch Dynamite. Do you know what I mean? So I think that it really is kind of looking with a long-term view. Like I was thinking about this after we had sort of chatted a little bit about it in our own personal conversation. But yeah, yeah. I think it really is taking the long-term approach of teaching the audience, hey, you got to watch the show because this kind of shit happens on the show. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know what's funny? Did you catch what, what uh, well, I think it was Skiavone or, or Shivani, what he said, right? Um, he, he, he said that uh, Sting hasn't wrestled since 2001. You get the, you get yeah. the joke? So I it get, is... Yeah. Basically, dynamite is nitro, right? I yeah, guess we're gonna exactly. forget his fucking total nonstop fucking ass wipes fucking days and uh, and and also fucking his his WWE run. Oh God, the Joker sting. <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> oh, why'd you remind me of that shit, bro? God <laughs> damn, oh. I forgot all about that. Now oh. you have to bring that up. You know what I want to see? Sad. What's that? Sad. No, you know what I want to see? Imagine Ultimate Warrior was still alive, dude. Yep. And imagine, like, if Sting didn't own his own name, I could so see AEW calling Ding, right? So picture this. We got Ding and fucking and Dingo, and we're not talking about the Blade Runners. We're talking about the fucking Dingo Runners. The fucking Ding and Ding. Dingo and, and Ding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the new fucking Blade Runners, <laughs> aka the Dingo Runners. No, that's enough of that. You're not ruining this moment with your bullshit, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but it wouldn't be funny though. Ding. So instead of Sting, it's Ding. That would be ridiculous. Um, they they would just call him Steve Borden. It, it would work better. Um, Stinger. The man so Stinger Steve gives Gordon. a woo to the crowd. Uh, that would just be um, Anyway, Sting gives a little woo to the crowd. And uh, yeah, it was a great moment. I was really happy to see um, the announced team put it over like a million bucks. And uh, it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I was really, really surprised. Like if they would have ended this show there, I would have been saying, all right, it's, you know, it was worth watching Bra this, this you week just, to get to see this. You just said it, dude. See, that's the problem also. 
you could have ended it there, right? But unfortunately, they booked a title match, right? But why not yeah, fucking... Well, I mean... You know, they should have fucking uh, maybe booked this another week. I get it. You know, it's a special sort of episode of Dynamite tonight. But like mm-hmm. you said, man, that, like, we'll get to the ending, but the ending tonight kind of took a little bit of shine off that sting spot. But each to their own. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. They definitely could have spread this out, um, but they chose to just give us one incredible episode of television. Like, which I'm not complaining. Yeah, know. I don't want to sound like I'm yeah, just exactly. being. And you know what? Like, you yeah. and me are both guys. Like, you and me are both guys who were big on in-ring work, right? And there was oh, for sure. There was basically like one really good in-ring match on this whole thing, but they had enough interesting things happen that it keeps you watching, right? So. I mean, good on them for being able to pull off something that, you know, God knows the WWE can't do. Like, if you're not giving me good matches, I don't want to fucking see what's on WWE. This (laughs) was, you know, even without anything, like, really, you know, mind-blowing. I I did like the main event. We'll get into it. But um, without anything really mind-blowing in the ring, they still had me really excited. You know, they they might not have had the great matches, tonight but they had great moments and that i appreciated and they probably had their best moments of fucking since aw started to be fair i agree totally agree with you and that's a um, big call it's a shame it's during the covid era too man because if that was a jam-packed fucking uh daily's place it would have made yeah. that moment way more special man i mean you're absolutely right yep uh but, it is a shame. It is a shame. But you know what? You got to move forward with what you got. And they well, that's I it. Feel like nothing, they did a really good job. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's nothing they can do about it. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But hopefully, that shit fucking goes by, and we can get shit back to somewhat normal. Absolutely. Um, so speaking of shit that's not normal, uh, Marvez <laughs> is backstage with uh, Hakaru Shida. And um, he asks her if she's afraid of Abaddon. And uh, Sheeta says, you know, no, she's just a girl in cosplay. I like to dress up in cosplay <laughs> too sometimes. Talk um, about a burial. I was actually surprised that she Sheeta's English is getting better. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, no. She's she, getting better. She actually speaks pretty good English, dude, compared to any, to any of the other Japanese uh, male wrestlers or female wrestlers other than Nakazawa because – he can speak pretty good English, apparently, too. But uh, yeah. yeah, I've heard Sheeta. Sheeta does talk pretty, pretty good English, man. Because hell, no one in WWE out of the women, the Japanese women, can talk English. Let's be fair. Not, not even a little bit, dude. Not <laughs> even a little bit. Makes Oscar <laughs> literally makes me laugh every time I hear her talk. I, I know, you know what? what she, she, she's all right though. For some reason, I, I, I'm not hating on her for being just a total clown in some ways you know no, but I'm but sure. but I'm, she seems to be I'm, trying to have fun and what else can oh you for do? sure and i'm a big fan of oscar so i've got no no qualms about that put it that way yeah anyway there's a noise in the background and then Sheeta basically says okay uh i gotta go now bye um <laughs> I don't know. They're just playing it too much. Like she just rattled and she just supposed to be like the, the big hero, you know, the big, like tough hero. Right. You know, she comes well, to the ring with a stick. That's supposed to be a sword. Like she should be tough. I don't like it. Well, 
Well, it's in her name, bro. Her last name's Sheeta. She's clearly shitting her Sheeta. bricks, dude. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. What can what can I say? But that Abaddon fucking whatever fucking Don her name is, get the fuck off my TV. All right, you're not yeah, believable. Dude. You suck. You look like shit. And just yeah. get the fuck off, please. Why is this bitch it's even around? Good. Change your gimmick, girl. Yeah, I mean. Uh, there's first of all, there's too much spooky shit happening on Dynamite to begin with. Like, there's just too much too spooky. Many. There's, there's, well, there's all these groups like the Dark Order is kind of spooky. And oh then yeah. There's the Night oh, yeah. Collective and the Night. And now this thing. And you know, yeah, Darby Allen likes to set cars on fire and oh, yeah. there. And there's Sting likes to play yeah, baseball. Like yeah, it just seems like there's too much going on. <laughs> That's like supposed to be dark and spooky because I can deal with a little bit of dark and spooky in my wrestling, but it needs to be a little bit. Uh, anyway, but maybe Sting. Uh, right. So, since we're talking about Sting, they announced that uh, he's going to be speaking. It says Sting speaks next week, and Ooh. I just got to say, for my own personal like opinion, for my own personal tastes, I know what you're going to uh, say, I and I like, totally agree with you. Before you say it, I I. I really feel like they need to slow the fuck down fuck with down. like bad. And they, you know what? So rushed. Like, first of all, they, they announced right then, like as he's basically walking to the fucking ring. Oh, we've been told by Tony Khan that Sting has signed a multi-year. Like, why the fuck are you talking about that right now? Like, I know. What's that even mean? Allow like, what the is... moment to sink in. You know what I mean? So allow the moment to sink in, right? Maybe next week we can talk about how, uh, oh, you know, there was this great thing that happened and Sting came back and what's going to happen with Sting? And it leaves you with this question and it leaves you wanting more, right? So when you just announce beforehand, oh, he's going to be here next week to speak. It's like uh, you shouldn't have done that. They should have waited, okay? And then next week people should have tuned in with the question of what is Sting going to do now that he's here, and then Sting comes to the ring, he saves somebody, and then he might get on the microphone for a second and say, next week, I'm coming back to explain myself. And that's it. One sentence, it. right? One sentence of next week, I'm coming back, I'm going to talk, right? And then so, then, so then you've got people wanting to tune in for another week after that, right? So then they tune in to hear Sting speak. And then maybe, you know, he talks about after, like maybe even the week after that, like, so he comes back. He does the thing, you know, he says, I'm coming back next week to talk. He comes back the next week. He explains himself, what he's doing there, et cetera, right? And then the week after that, maybe you can say, you know, oh, according to Tony Khan, Sting has signed a a multi-year contract or whatever. It just felt like everything just got shoved into this one moment, and it didn't really give Sting coming back enough time to breathe for my taste. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. First of all, I would have really fucking made this shit simmer, man. I would have, like, made him not, like, talk even next week. I'd make him all mysterious, bring him back to circa 90, 96, 97, right, where he doesn't say shit, and let fucking Darby, like, and Sting just tell the story, man, without even talking. I I totally agree with you, dude. Like, that's, uh, you know. You know, you know, and Sting, Sting's not that great of a talker, you know, truth be told. Yeah. 
That's right. But he has presence, right? He has that. But he does. That's right. He does have presence and he definitely feels like a big deal. No, for sure. Mm -hmm. I agree. And that's not me shooting on Sting. I, I was never the biggest fan of Sting either, right? I've met the guy and he's a top dude. But, um, He's a legend, man. He's a big deal. Even even if he's fucking 60 years old, right? It's still Sting, man. It's still Sting. Absolutely. No. Nope. So um I just feel I just felt like they were they they did this a little bit too quick and they could have they could maximize Sting's value by making him spread out, you know? Yep, agreed. Um anyway, uh next up here we've got a backstage interview with Box. Um, he doesn't have like the thing with Moxley is like I can never really remember what he says in his promo because it's not that makes like two of us <laughs> really. It's not like he says anything really great, but he's great and his delivery is so good that you're yeah, just like, I don't yeah, it's weird. It, it's weird with him because, like you said, like I really don't remember what he says either, right? But you, like you yeah. said, his delivery is actually great, like. You like you just stare at the guy, even if you're not hearing what he's saying, because he he commands that type of attention, you know. But like you said, like what the fuck did he say? Like what was he on about? I don't know. Uh, basically, I'm gonna. <laughs> Anybody listening to the show right now? Can you can you tell us, please? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anybody at all? Let us know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So next up, we got the main event finally. Um, Don Callis is out. He makes the three-man booth to a four-man booth. Uh, I don't like that. It's too many voices. Um, they could have kicked out. Oh, this is only a temporary thing, though, dude. This is only temporary. No, don't worry. Yeah. I, I know. I know. But I'm just saying, like, for this match, if you wanted to bring Don Callis out to the commentary booth, just, uh, I don't know, have... El Mascaco pretend like his mask is broken. <laughs> El Mascara. I'm like, whatever. The El fuck. fucking El Suicida. I'll see it. El Tope Suicida. <laughs> yeah, El Tope Suicida. Or fucking Fox just Tope. Is. Just call yourself Tope. Yeah. Like, right. seriously. Well, so, fucking hell. All right. So the intros happen. And uh, I just have one comment for the intros. Um, when you're building a main event, and it's supposed to be a main event, and it's really meant to be taken seriously, and it's like, okay, this is a big, big, big time match. And they were using terms afterwards like, oh, this is a big time matchup we're getting tonight. You know what I mean? And it, it is, and it should be. When you're still doing the, you know, oh, he, he's, he's, he lives in an apartment that's 1,300 miles away oh, from no. North Can you believe Carolina. It's oh, like, no, but no. you get the joke, right? Do you, do you get the joke? Of course I get the joke, but... I know, because people today legitimately asked shit. me what, what that means, yeah? On the, in the Hamin group specifically. <laughs> I kid you not, dude. They go, what's with the Sting? I go, serious? You don't... I mean, Sting. What's with the Kenny Omega fucking... Like intro about saying he's how many fucking miles from Winnipeg? I mean, from North Carolina from to North Winnipeg. Carolina. I don't remember I don't, what it was. I can't remember, right? But he, yeah, he one person was asking that, and I'm like, dude, think about it. It's Southern wrestling, right? North Carolina, yeah. the best belt machine, Ric Flair, main event, you know, WCW Crockett Promotions, NWA, North Carolina. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. The the what's it called? The uh, the something borrow Coliseum. I forgot the fucking name. The first part. I have no idea. But but that's the reference. Oh, yeah. I assume that's the reference. Yeah, it's a reference but, back to it's it's a it's a reference back to Southern wrestling or whatever. But still, yeah, because like, AEW is from the South, right? Serious. But yeah. but see, there's another problem. They, they're assuming. Just get out. But yeah, but the thing is, they assume that we are all fucking obvi- obvious, like old school marked hards, clearly, because most people yeah. this shit's gonna go way over their head and not even have a clue what the fuck he means by by fucking how far he lives from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, anyway, I, that was the only problem that I had with the intros. Um, you know, they are definitely making it into a, you know, they're definitely treating this match like it's a big deal main event, and I'm glad they did. Um, well, it is. But, <laughs> Technically, it is, you know. But fuck off with the haha if it's that big of a deal for the main event. You know, if it's a real yeah. if it's a real money fight, just don't do that. Well, what I don't understand is they they've been see the last few weeks, even months, they've been fucking clearly like pushing for the cleaner's return, right? Problem is the second I saw Kenny walk out, I'm like, that's not the fucking cleaner. Like this is not the cleaner. So I started having my doubts. I started thinking, oh, maybe he's not gonna, you know, you know, win the big one, right? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. But no, I, I get you. And I don't. I see. I've never really followed it that closely, so it didn't really hit me like that. But okay, yeah, yeah. For me, it hit me straight away. I'm like, this is not the fucking cleaner. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of Kenny's. I, I've said it like multiple times. He's legitly my favorite pro wrestler right now. And he has been for the last few years. And I always vouch for that cunt, man, all the time. But Jesus, he can piss me off too. But that's only because I really like the guy. I know what he's capable of, you know. Right on. Well, all right. So so the match happens. Uh, starts off with a stare down. They share holds. Some good back and forth stuff. Um, they wind up on the floor. Uh, they seem to be doing a lot of like, uh, I know your moves, and you know, so I can counter everything that you're trying to do, kind of stuff. Um, yeah, because they've been in the ring like a hundred times, right? Right. And they um, haven't wrestled the for long. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. The story that they seem to be trying to tell here is uh, Mox's strength against Kenny's speed. Um, mm. Yeah, because because Moxie's a super fucking heavyweight strong guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's a, a dumb bit, fucking thing. thing too. Like he's a little bit bigger than Kenny, but they were, a little they were bit. He's taller. Off like it was. Yeah, they he's were taller. But... Off like it was the fucking Undertaker in there against Shawn Michaels, <laughs> which, you know. or fucking Hulk Hogan against Andre the Giant WrestleMania three. Yeah, I'm sure all those. Um... <laughs> There wasn't a whole lot in this match that really struck me until the very end. And I don't know if that was just me being, I like what... I said, maybe a little fatigued from all the shows. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you why. No, no. You know why you got fatigued, bro? Because way too many fucking slap to the thigh triggers, right? One too many fucking, like, knee falls, as per usual. They overdid the V-trigger, man. Like, just over-fucking-did it. And the camera fucking angles for the V-trigger were pretty bad a lot of the times because there was heaps of times I caught Kenny slapping his fucking thigh. That's not Kenny's fault. That's the production crew's fault, you know? 
yeah, but still, yeah, you know what I mean? Camera, that's on the camera guys, yeah. man. Well, more, more the more than likely the producer in the truck calling the camera yeah, guys, so, you know? So anyway, this, this match did pick up for me. It picked up right when, uh, when Moxley brought the chairs in and they did like trading slaps and then trading punches and then basically yep. he turned it into a V trigger. That was yep. good. Um, I didn't like, there was a segment here where they're going back and forth with each other and it's really hard hitting stuff. And uh, Mox hits him with a snap German suplex, and Omega just gets up and boots him in the face. And I'm just like, <laughs> the oh, good old no sells. Garbage. Fuck off. Yeah, I, 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 hate, I hate that too, I just dude. Hate it. Yeah, well, that's wrestling today, right? Everyone fucking no sells each it other, is. bro. You know what I mean? No, Everybody right. fucking no sells each other. Like, that's what puzzles me, man. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure professional wrestlers. Who do this for a fucking living totally understand that, right? Yeah. So then whoever the agent, if the agent was the one that fucking booked the match layout, right? Or it was Kenny or and Moxley, and I'm praying it was the agent, but even if it was the agent, right? Like Dean Malenko, <clears throat> right? What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, you know, these guys are old school. So why would you book a match? Like, why would you like, you know, do that? In a match, like for sure, but yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna warn you right now. I'm at two percent on my phone, so um, oh shit. I'm gonna try to get I'm gonna try to get through this. If I don't, you finish us up, okay, buddy? But I'm gonna try to get oh. through this match here. Oh no problem. Um, you gonna so, charge it? So basically, uh, well, I I have my head. I have to have my headphones in, and I only have okay. the one oh, where I can charge shit. it. It's just you got a fucking important. iPhone, don't you? Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah, all right, okay, continue on. Okay, stop talking about the fucking phone. Uh, <laughs> so Omega and Mox, uh, they wind up outside. They're brawling a little bit. Uh, the referees are checking on Omega. Uh, Don Callis comes over looking like he's really worried. Uh, he's basically saying, like, he's injured, he's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt. And uh, Mox decks him, and the mic basically rolls into the ring, uh, or at least that's what it looks like. Omega picks it up. He spikes Mox with it. Um multiple V triggers like this, this this like this actually looks pretty brutal like um, no it does it does it does I love that move really it does. Man. I really honestly like I gotta say like I'm I'm convinced you know I told you a couple of weeks ago I didn't like I wasn't quite convinced about Kenny Omega I, right. I'm getting more and more convinced that the guy can really do some incredible stuff in the ring um, you know what I think anyway, believe me <laughs> he can he can anyway, go bro he picks up Mox he picks up Mox. He hits him with the one with the one winged angel, and I really thought he was going to kick out, but he didn't. It was just a no one kicks out of that clean. move, man. He... Yeah, well, good. Which no I like that kick out of moves. No, hate that one shit. person. One person only has, and that was Kota Ibushi. But that's it. Okay. Well, I mean that. Yeah. So t you can tell a story like that if you need to in a really really important match. Like that's one thing I loved about. Uh, um, I really loved Scott Hall for that because he basically he would talk to people about what to do in a match, and if somebody even suggested it, he was like, "No, you're not taking the razor's edge and kicking out." Like, I won't exactly. even give you the damn. He's route. smart, dude. He's a great fucking. He knows how to. He if he was a booker, he'd be great at it, dude. Yeah, I th I think you're right. I think he's got a really great mind for wrestling. Anyway, so uh, Callis really hurriedly basically gets Kenny and starts running out of the building, uh, and they're following him and they're following him and they. They get to the car and they, there's a guy 
trying to do an interview with him, and he says, uh, what's, what the hell is all this about? And Callis says, don't worry about it. You tune in next Tuesday to find out. And I honestly bit on that dude. For a split second there, I was like, oh, he fucked up. He's supposed to say Wednesday. And like, <laughs> I literally, I did, I did not fucking clue in, right? Even though I know, oh, I know what Callis funny. is. I know what his fucking job is. Um, but no, dude, the guy, the, so the guy interviewing him says, what are you talking about? dynamites on wednesday and he's like you tune in next next tuesday on impact and i was just like oh my fucking god <laughs> well like i like, said i'm watching not impact only did again. we get sting not only did we get sting not only did we get a new fucking world champion we also got aw and impact have a real relationship i was like yeah no, that's pretty awesome me. you know what you know what AEW? you know what tk you fucking got me Okay, I'm I'm in. I'm all in. I, I for the first time, like when we started doing these reviews, dude, I knew that there was gonna be moments that I was going to enjoy about wrestling again. Right. I right. didn't think I was gonna be legitimately excited about wrestling again, but I am. And I, I mean I really am. It is. It's it there's a there's a great buzz in the air, definitely, man. And I haven't felt that for a long time, man. Oh, are you absolutely oh no you're still there oh you're there you're there (laughs) (laughs) dude i gotta i just honestly like i'm excited i'm super super stoked for this um i'm glad we were able to at least get through the 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 booking on the match and everything i gotta say um i'm stoked for the first time in i mean honestly jimmy this is probably the first time in almost 20 years that my legitimate (laughs) thought is god i can't wait till next week about a wrestling show 20 years for real. Like it, it really got you that excited, eh? It legitimately has me feeling like fucking the invasion when it first started again. Like, I, I, I was going to say that, that too, man. I was going to say that too. And you know what, man? Let's just hope it's not booked like the invasion. Because the only thing I am worried about, yeah, right? Who, if, if we do get a proper working relationship between AEW and impact and i say proper like we're b- both shows week in week out are both interacting right how do you book mm. this shit because the AEW side of things i feel is a lot like ahead of your tna roster well sorry impact wrestling roster man like who's a real killer in in impact in your opinion you know what i mean like who's believable oh, that could beat anybody oh yeah moose definitely but but like you know what I mean? Like, are we going to get fucking, uh, what's his, like, like, are we going to get Tommy Dreamer fucking, even though he does appear on Dynamite quite frequently, actually. But yeah, like, you I know, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? You know, Officer Dreamer. No. Oh, please. Or, or the soft core fucking legend. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, don't even get me started here. about I, that. <laughs> yeah. For sure. But yeah. Well, but anyways, dude, um, we're about to basically die here. So quick, plug your socials, tell people where they can find us and where they can send emails. Well, you can email us at pwc-show at outlook.com. You can find us on Twitter at pwc underscore show at twitter.com. You can find us on Facebook at pwc discussion group at Facebook and I think that covers it. And if you if you're into music, follow me on my DJ Mass Effects account on Twitter. 
That's about it. Sweet. Awesome, bro. Um, don't follow me. <laughs> or do follow me. Whatever you want to do. Uh, you can look me up on Facebook. That's literally the only social media that I have. Um, listen to the Rational Rage Network. All the shows are top quality. Uh, listen right. to our boy Homeboy. Uh, listen to the uh, the CryptoCast. Listen to the Mothership Show, of course. Um, everybody on yeah, here is Mothership working super Rational hard. Rage. Everybody on here is... Yes, sir. Everybody on here is working super hard. Everybody on here is super talented. We're doing great shows. Uh, you will be entertained. That's a promise. That's, uh, a, that's a guarantee. Thank you. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> good night, peeps. Hope you enjoyed it. This is a new record, Chris. I think it's our shortest show ever. But thank you, guys. I know. Have a good one. <laughs> I'll speak to you in a minute, Chris, anyway. But, yeah, peace out, peeps. Yeah. Bye. to the Rational Rage Network. Moxley avoids it. Oh, my God. Omega went off to, to the outside, avoided the contact, but came up and ate an elbow strike there from the champion, John Moxley. Moxley going to try to take advantage here now. He's back out in Moxley land. That's outside the ring. Oh, John goes. Oh! Paradigm shifted those heaters. Those heaters at the ringside area. Well, this is not good. No, that, those are extremely hot. What a minute. Paul, Paul Turner. Where's the doctor? Paul Turner gesturing at the, at the doctor. It's, it's Bryce Reddy, our doctor. He's in bad shape. Kenny's out, I think. And, and I, I think Kenny, when he when he came down, landed on the on the concrete. It's, Don Callis has actually stood up. He's very concerned. Well, well he should be. I mean, Kenny's... Kenny may not be able to continue here. I mean, Kenny, a this man of fortune. Don. Don going down to check on Kenny, obviously. Well, understandable. This, Don, essentially an uncle to, to Kenny Omega. Hit the side of Paul Turner, say, hit the side of his head, apparently. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be very cautious here. And of course, and nobody, well, nobody wants this match to end this way. And especially John Look Moxley. John Moxley's gonna. Beat Kenny Omega in the center of the ring. I don't know. The referee's going to be very. Look at John Moxley. John Moxley is like living. Straight unprotected shots to the head. How many do you get before you stop it? John Moxley's not forgot that. that. He's got a microphone. He's hurt. Don Callis has the microphone. Oh, oh good God. Yeah, there's some impact there. Well, I, I, you know, Don should have stayed away from the ring, and I get it. I understand it, but my God. All he's trying to do, Tony, is... Good. He wanted him to stop the match. Wait he said minute. he's hurt. Wait a minute. He said he was hurt. Omega's got the mic. Omega. to Omega and I mean obviously something's happened here Kenny Omega spiked John Moxley right between the eyes oh Moxley's bleeding yeah, oh. Oh, that John, Mox John Moxley has been busted open profusely 
And, and Moxley, you can see very dazed. And, and Kenny is, is pulling his knee pad down to expose that knee. They had a gentleman's agreement. What happened to the gentleman's agreement? Oh, the feet trigger! What happened to the gentleman's agreement they talked about? I don't know, Tony. Oh, second one! This has not got any peace to lazy feeling about it whatsoever. Can the champion take? Oh, that's what I want to know. How much more? My God, another one. And that time the head hit to the middle or bottom turnbuckle. The bloody champion being pulled to his feet. Four consecutive V triggers. Moxley with his hands down, unable to protect himself. And now Omega, the challenger, has an opportunity to do something no one in AEW has done. Defeat Champion. The, the winner of this match and new oh elite wrestling world champion Kenny Omega. Oh, oh, this is just stink all over it. We got, can we get another look of what just went down? That's what I want to know. I hit him in the head with the microphone. Well, the gentleman's But I think it's a setup, Tony. Okay. It's a bigger story. I think Callis has set this damn thing up. We're taking advantage of Tony Khan's hospitality. And there's Tony. Tony's barking at Callis and Omega. Don Callis has led a screw job here on, on John Moxley that has allowed Kenny Omega to become the AEW World Champion. Bullshit. Absolute. They're running like scalded dogs here. Where are they they're going? They're hanging around for a celebration on a press conference. Fleeing from the scene of the crime is what they're doing. Callus. God. What a no good bastard. Penny, God. Kenny Omega's Penny, right there with us. Okay. Guys. Sir, what, what, what did you just do? What's going on? What the hell's going on here? Find out this Tuesday night. Tuesday? Dynamite's on Wednesday. This Tuesday, Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Me and Kenny will tell you all about it, Mark. What the hell? We've just been jobbed. You have been super in big time you here. right, we've been jobbed. Now here's Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Richard Boyd did over there. Huh? We're a nice world champion. Number two. I'm not waiting till next week. I want Lance Archer. Now! <laughs> You're listening to the Rational Rage Network.